Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. The Red Apple Media Podcast Network presents... This is Protecting America. Now, here's Emmy-winning journalist Rita Cosby. And welcome to another edition of Protecting America. I'm Rita Cosby. Isn't it the duty of a nation's leadership to put the concerns and safety of its citizens first and foremost? But many argue that America's standing and sovereignty have dropped dramatically since President Biden took office. So what can we learn from a nation thousands of miles away? Well, it looks like a lot. And joining us now is Dr. Shay Bradley Farrell. She is president of Counterpoint Institute for Policy Research and Education in Washington, D.C. She's also a senior fellow of the Center for Fundamental Rights in beautiful Budapest, Hungary. And she has just written an awesome new book. It is called Last Warning to the West. Hungary's Triumph Over Communism and the Woke Agenda. Dr. Shea Bradley-Farrell, it is so great to have you here on the podcast. Rita, what an honor to be with you today. Thank you so much for having me. So what can we learn from Hungary? What can America learn from Hungary? We can learn a lot. Uh, Hungary has experienced the progressivism that we are going through today, the woke agenda. And they actually, people may find this surprising, but they experienced it under Soviet occupation for 46 years. Uh, If you listen to Hungary's Prime Minister, Viktor Orban, he relates exactly the things that are going on today uh, in in America with what they experienced under Soviet occupation. And one thing, Rita, you, you, and Lynn, let me say you're exactly right. It is beautiful Budapest. I, I, it's one of my most favorite places in the world uh, to go. Very safe, beautiful Baroque architecture, uh, very kind people, wonderful food and wine also. But, um, It is what they experienced is what we're going through today. In fact, when I was doing my research for the book, uh, Rita, I was very surprised by the number of Hungarians that said to me the, the rhetoric that is coming out of the United States today reminds us of the Soviet era. And of course, you know, that sparked my interest uh, right away. And I said, please explain this. And the more research that I did, the more uh, I learned about their history, uh, uh, even the history about the Bolshevik Revolution coming out of Moscow. You can even trace what's going on in America today back to that, because the Bolsheviks were were very, um, let's see how to, to put this, but they, they also were legalizing abortion on demand and calling it health care. They also were promoting the diminishment, I guess is the right word, of parental rights and authority. They also were liberalizing these marriage and divorce laws that were leading to the destruction of the family. So you see that kind of trickled down over many, many decades. 
And some people say that the Communist International is not a real thing. But if you do your research into history, you see that it's absolutely a real thing. And their goal was actually to spread communism throughout the world. And they've done that because, like I said, these things that the Bolsheviks were pushing is what we're seeing here today. If you if you look at things like um, the racial divisiveness going on, this is what the Soviets pushed throughout their satellite countries. It was racial divisiveness, but it was also gender divisiveness. It was also um, uh, that you can relate that, excuse me just a moment, you can relate that to the diversity, equity, and inclusion stuff, which is actually putting, uh, it's putting division between all of us. And the last thing that I'll say, and I'll, I'll take a breath, is that they tried to separate people from religion. And we certainly see that going on in America today. How much do you attribute this move that I think a lot of people see um, happening in our country and vis-a-vis what Hungary went through? How much do you think it's attributed to the so-called squad members, the democratic socialists, if you will? Oh, they certainly are a a, uh, driving force behind it, most definitely. You know, what's kind of interesting about that, Rita, is, you know, at first we kind of thought they were a a fringe part of the Democrat Party. And I was doing a little bit of reading last week. And, you know, the Nazis (laughs) were also a fringe group. And we see the squad uh, joining in with the anti-Semitism that's going on right now. If you relate that to what went on uh, with Hitler and and the Nazis, you know, they also were doing protests. They also were doing graffiti on buildings. But the momentum built up and up and up until there was an actual genocide of a people. So anyway, I I think that they have a lot to do with what's going on, but also the Biden administration. One thing, Rita, like here's another example. So Biden's DOJ has repeatedly indicted Trump, as well as, you know, New York and Georgia. So we see political opponents being oppressed. That's exactly what the Soviets did to Hungary. And let me go back and explain just a second. In 1944, Hungary was occupied by Nazi Germany. In 1945, the Soviets came in and occupied Hungary for 46 years. Um, so that was many decades that they had to experience communism. And it's, this, is, this is also another very, very interesting thing. In my research, I found reports that were published by our Department of Defense about communist psychological warfare. We are seeing those things go on in America today that was published in 1959. You'll, you can find the 12 points uh, of the communist psychological warfare in my book. I put them in there and then related them to what's going on today. Uh, an example is using a crisis to garner more control over a people. We certainly saw that with COVID. Uh, an example is, is taking hold of the media And using them for your own narrative, your own will, we certainly see that going on today in America. And excuse me, one more thing, I I forgot to finish my thought. 
But the Trump indictments were, remind me of what went on in the Soviet Union uh, during the show trials. And this happened in Hungary as well. And I took a tour in the House of Terror, Terror in Budapest, Hungary. This was the headquarters for the Soviet police, and it was also the headquarters for the Nazis when they were there, the Aerocross Party. And in the basement of this uh, building is where people were tortured and killed and, uh, you know, pushed and oppressed until they admitted to false crimes. But they, they put on these show trials to make people say things uh to make people say that they did things that they did not do. And I, I was kind of confused. I was on a tour and I, I asked the tour guide, well, why would the Soviets do that? They were in, in control. They could put the people away anyway. And he said something that made a, a huge impression on me. And it was that if you put somebody on trial, whether they did the crime or not, you continually to say, say that they did, then eventually it turns the public against them. And I believe that's what we're seeing in the case of Trump. So there's many other examples, Rita. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. Now, that's really interesting. And, and also, Shay, you know that my father was a Warsaw Uprising. He was a home army freedom fighter in Poland. And he could not go back to Poland afterwards because, of course, again, it was taken over by the communists for so many years. And um, same thing. And there we saw them taking down, same thing, putting people on show trials, which my father, who was, you know, fighting against the communists and the Nazis, certainly would have been, you know, taken probably prisoner or would have been blacklisted. I mean, there were so many punishments. Um, But there's a similarity, too, I think. Don't you think between Poland and Hungary? Oh, there's huge similarities. And and I have to tell you, I recently found out that you had written a book about this, and I have to read it now because that is totally fascinating. Um, You know, Poland and Hungary were very similar. They had a lot of connections, a brotherhood together. In fact, during the 1956 revolution in Hungary, revolution was also going on uh, in in Poland at that time. And um, they continue to garner that relationship, Rita. Even now we see in the EU with Poland and Hungary, they are usually the two holdouts against Uh, the woke agenda of the EU. The EU wants to push this transgender ideology all all around the European Union. Poland and Hungary have said no. (laughs) Um, They want to push illegal immigration into Poland and Hungary. Poland and Hungary have said no. So there's still a strong bond between uh, the countries. They disagree on what's going on with the Ukraine war. 
But beyond that, there is such a strong bond. And um, anyway, like I said, it's, it's totally fascinating that your father was one of these resistance fighters. No, thank you so much. And that's why I think I understand such a exactly what you're talking about with communism. I'm glad you also did this great new book called The Last Warning to the West. Uh, you know, you talked about borders, Shay. And one of the things that's interesting is talk about a contrast here. You know, Poland worried about their borders. Hungary worried about their borders. Both countries, very safe countries um, in many ways, obviously, because of that. Look at the contrast of what's happening here in America. Wide open borders. And there was just recently a memo that came out from Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, where he was scolding the border agents saying, make sure that you don't misgender the illegal migrants coming across the border. Like that was his priority as opposed to protecting the border. Just to me, that sort of said it all. Um, what, what do you make of the contrast? Uh, that just uh, infuriates me. But uh, Rita, I've been down to the border quite a few times on my own to see what was going on down there. I have uh, interviewed ranchers and uh, business owners, uh, people that live right there on the border, law enforcement, local and federal. So I'm not surprised, but Mallorca should have been impeached a long time ago. Um, the thing that I, I kind of want to connect with this, Rita, is that, you know, Supposedly, he's within a progressive administration, but I always say that, excuse me, progressivism, you're getting me excited here. Progressivism is not progressive at all. If you look at what's going on, look at the open borders with the fentanyl that has just just flowed across the United States. And we have record numbers of people dying from fentanyl related uh, drugs. If you look at the people that have come in, it's way over 7 million at this point. There are so many people. We don't know who they are that are here. Um, progressivism, progressivism is trying to destroy this country, Rita. And that's the point I am trying to make in my book as well. It is destructive. It's changing uh, our country really for the sake of power, not to actually better and prosper our country. Yeah, that is really troubling. The other thing I think of, too, is as we were talking about the effect of communists, um, tearing down of statues is something we're seeing in our country, too, sort of erasing history. That was something the communists definitely did. They did it, you know, in Hungary. They did it in my father's homeland of Poland, too, as well. Isn't that interesting? Yes. That is, I, in fact, I have a whole chapter that talks about the Sovietization of Hungary. And a huge part of that is how the Soviets stole the history of the people that they occupied. They made them take down the crosses off of their uh, their walls, the pictures of Jesus. And, and Hungary is a Christian nation. It has been for a thousand years a Christian Western nation. But the Soviets took those symbol, symbols away. They took their holidays away. They wanted to, uh, holidays that they wanted to celebrate, such as the 1956 revolution, you know, other things like that. Uh, they took them away and said that they could not celebrate them. They just changed their history and also reinterpreted it. We see that kind of thing going on in the United States as well. 
with a twisting of narratives of actually what has happened in this country. Yeah, I mean, just even recently, you can look at COVID and all the the twisting of the truth about COVID. But that's a, a really interesting point that you made, Rita. Is that something you wrote about in your book? Well, I definitely, we definitely saw it. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, in the case of like Poland, anything resembling the freedom fighters they took down, anything that kind of uh, posed any sort of a threat to them and their message and their mantra, uh, they took down. So if it didn't fit with like praising the Soviets, uh, it it wasn't going to be up there. And so it was almost like trying to wipe it from the face of the map so the next generation wouldn't even know about it, keeping them in the dark. And it it seems to be a repeated pattern of what, um, obviously, what so many countries uh, that were ruled by communists for so many years went through. Um, Let me ask you also, Shay, you obviously um, are now working with this great Center for Fundamental Rights in Budapest, Hungary. I told you, Hungary is such an amazing place. I covered also the POWs when they were released from uh, Milosevic there um, in Belgrade years ago. And when we came to Budapest, it was like freedom. Uh, So I have fond memories, believe me. And I also had the pleasure of having dinner with then Justice Minister Varga, who is explaining the history and, and what some of the strides that Hungary has done. What drew you uh, to Hungary to learn about it, to get involved in the Institute, and to write this really powerful book about it? I, Rita, they remind me of us in the 1980s, and what a fascinating experience you had. And also, I want to mention that Minister Varga is in my book. There's a great quote from her also about what nationalism means to Hungary, because so many people equate nationalism today, and I think it's because academics have twisted it, (laughs) but they equate nationalism with what the Nazis did. But the truth is that real nationalism is just a love for your country. And Minister Varga explained that. Because they've had uh, they've had a thousand years of fighting for their own national identity, with the Ottoman Turks coming in, with the Habsburgs coming in, then the Nazis and the Soviets, and all through it, they have remained uniquely Hungarian because they've loved their country and they love what it's built on. God, family, and homeland is is one of the mottos that they used. Um, so that drew me to it. And the fact that you can go there and walk around and have a lovely time and you can speak your mind like we used to be able to do in the United States and you wouldn't get ugliness back at you. You can have a discussion with people. They're highly intellectual. They are, um, they like bringing in people to with new ideas and with discussion. And, uh, you know, you talk and you learn things. And the Center for Fundamental Rights, I'm a, uh, the first senior international fellow for them. It's been quite a journey and, and quite a wonderful thing. And, oh, and I should mention this, Rita, as well before I forget. But I have been extremely blessed with the endorsements on my book, Carrie Lake who I met in Hungary uh, this year, wrote the Ford for my book. That's great. And I also saw quotes from uh, uh, Tucker Carlson and Lou Dobbs, my friends. Yes. (laughs) And And Carrie's terrific, too. And Paul Gosar also, uh, Congressman Paul Gosar. 
um, General Michael Flynn. Yes, I, I've been really blessed. And if you even just read the forward that Carrie wrote, it explains the book because she opens with saying, this may be the last warning you're holding in your hands. Maybe the last warning you ever get about the democratic decline of, of America. And so that's really what I wrote it about. I wrote it so people would understand the history of what went on in Central Europe and the fact that the communism has infiltrated into our country. And Rita, I think too many Americans are unaware of it or have closed their eyes to what's going on. And our freedoms are slipping away little by little. So I wrote it to, first of all, say, hey, awake to the reality of what's going on. And then I also, um, I use Prime Minister Orban's 12 points about how to succeed as a way forward for Americans, because I, I think that especially the conservative party, we need more offense and less defense. <laughs> defense is great, but we should be on the offense because the liberal left absolutely is. And his 12 points speak to this. Like, for example, build institutions that teach traditional conservative values. That's one thing that I do at conservative at a counterpoint Institute, take back the media. Um, anyway, many, many different things stand up for what you believe and stop being afraid to speak your voice. But, uh, Bottom line is, I really believe we need to be more on the offensive. and We have to take back our country, Rita, because I believe that we are slowly losing it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I think a lot of people agree with you, uh, for sure. And Shay, before I let you go, do you think we're sadly at a tipping point in the U.S.? Are we really on a precipice right now? I absolutely do think that. And I'm sorry to say it because I've held out a long time before I said that because I'm not an alarmist and I'm not a conspiracy theorist person. I'm actually very positive. Let's, Let's look positively forward. But especially with what has happened during the Biden administration, um, I see the decline of America. And I had the privilege to work alongside the Trump administration uh, while they were trying to undo what Obama had done. And Biden is like Obama on steroids. If you if you're aware of what happened, then you recognize that. Then, Rita, come forward, fast forward to what's happened with the Hamas attack in Israel and the fact that so many Americans can actually be standing out up for terrorists and not condemning this. Yeah, I, I think we're uh, I think at the base of it, we need a, a, a moral uh, revival. <laughs> but uh, I think that if we do not we don't do we don't change something very soon. We're going to be in ex- in very very bad trouble, and uh, that's why I named the book "Last Warning to the West" because it could be our last warning, Rita. 
Wow, what a powerful conversation. And boy, there's a lot of things we can learn from history. And as you talk about that, we can learn uh, from Hungary, a country that you have been to and and have experienced. And they've seen uh, their share of, of tough, turbulent times and now uh, rising above it and passing a message onto the world loud and clear. Again, the book is called Last Warning to the West, Hungary's Triumph Over Communism and the woke agenda, and it could not be more timely given so many things happening in our country. Shay Bradley Farrell, a PhD, uh, Dr. Shay Bradley Farrell, it's really great uh, to talk with you again, and really great luck on the book. And again, everybody also be sure to subscribe and share to this podcast. It is so powerful. What a great discussion. Great to have you here. Thank you, Rita. Really an honor to be with you. And I, I want to tell everybody that the book will be up on Amazon on December 7th. Uh, there's all will also be a link at counterpointinstitute.org. And again, quite a privilege to talk to you, Rita. Thank you so much. And everybody, I'll be back soon with another great edition of Protecting America. And of course, you can catch me every weeknight, 10 p.m. to midnight, on the legendary WABC Radio. This is Rita Cosby, and thanks for all you do to protect America. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.